Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. Welcome, fellow scrapbookers. For the Scrap Happier Podcast, we're going to be tackling the important problems in life, scrapbooking problems. But seriously, we're going to tackle scrapbooking problems, those niggly issues that prevent us or slow us down when we're trying to be creative. And we'll keep it short, 10 to 20 minutes max. We'll hook you up with some great inspiration, a good idea, and let you go so you can scrap happier. If your goal is to document your life, we'll be discussing ideas for paper, digi, hybrid, and pocket scrappers. And you'll definitely hear more about mini albums, traveler's notebooks, and bullet journals too. There are so many ways to share your stories and we're going to explore how to custom design a creative path that works for you. From time to time, we'll bring in some special guests to share their expertise. We'll include some scrappy pros that you already know and love and we'll introduce you to some scrappers you may not follow yet, but we think you will after. My name is Alice Bull, and I run the scrapbooking membership group at scraphappy.org. It's an online home for scrapbookers. Scrap Happy is celebrating our 10-year anniversary in August of 2020, so this is the perfect time to launch our Scrap Happier podcast. And in my 20-plus years as a scrapbooker, I've made all the mistakes, and I've struggled to find solutions. I don't want you to experience those same pains. If you've ever stared at a blank page not knowing where to start, you've wondered exactly what to do with all of these layers that you're trying to add, and if you've ever wondered, how do you really tell meaningful journaling? Well, I'm happy to tell you there are solutions to these problems, and those are the kind of things we'll be addressing in this podcast. But first, let me tell you a little bit about my adventures with scrapbooking. I started scrapbooking when my first son was born, way back in 1999. I'd actually been introduced to scrapbooking before that, but I'd made one page. It was super random. It had unrelated photos, and (laughs) it was just kind of a mess, and it didn't make sense to me at the time. But when my son was born, oh my goodness, you had to know that I had the cutest kid in the world, and I was going to document everything about him. And of course, one of the things I was told at the time is that I needed to journal on my pages. This was like the hardest thing ever. I hated my handwriting. It was sloppy and messy, and I didn't know what to write. So I started off just by labeling pictures. This is Joe. This is Dad. (laughs) And then from there, we moved on to, we had fun, and you're so cute. And deep down, I knew that wasn't real journaling. I knew that wasn't the kind of thing I wanted to do. It wasn't helping me document our story. But I really didn't have another solution yet. And then I had another problem. Because I was trying to scrapbook chronologically. And I had some friends that were really good at scrapbooking chronologically. Their scrapbooks were all caught up and up to date. And they were scrapbooking everything in their life in order. And none of that was working for me, so I kind of felt like I was failing at this whole scrapbooking thing. When I got a new photo, that's the one I wanted to scrapbook. I didn't want to go back and catch up on all the photos that I'd already missed. And when I thought of all the things that I had to catch up on and all the things I hadn't done yet, it was very overwhelming. 
So great. I started this super fun hobby and here I am feeling overwhelmed and inadequate. And that's just not what you want from the things that are supposed to be fun for you. And I don't know if you can relate, but I didn't want to give up because I had all these amazing photos of my adorable now two kids and they were great. So how could I not document this? But somehow something had to change. And luckily, a few things kind of fell into place. I learned about Simple Scrapbooks magazine. I started learning a little bit of design from Kathy Zelski. Becky Higgins was sharing her layout sketches, which were like a guidebook to how to scrapbook. And then Stacy Julian came out with her library of memories. Oh, thank you, Stacy. Basically, her system gave me a way to store all of the layouts that I created. I always scrapbooked whatever was striking my fancy at the moment, and I felt fine with that style other than the fact that I didn't have a system to put everything into. And so Stacy's system came along at the perfect time for me. It kind of saved my scrapbooking, actually. But I still was struggling with that journaling. Oh, that journaling. Every once in a while, I'd make a page and the journaling just flowed and it was amazing. You'd look back at those pages and you'd be like, oh, I wish I could capture this magic every single time. But I really didn't know how to do that. I'd start my next page and it just felt like I was starting all over from square one again. And it was so frustrating because along the way, here I have picked up skills in design. I know how to sort and store my pages. I can embellish. I can do great techniques. I've learned some photography skills. But that journaling, ugh. So you know what I did? I left my journaling for later. I can't tell you how many pages I've found where I left the journaling. I made the page, but I just didn't know how to tell the story, so I left it incomplete. And guess what? It is not easier to go back and tell a story later. Let's just start with that. So if the only tip that we shared today was never leave your journaling for later, just do it now, then that would be the most valuable tip I could give you. But then I stumbled across something that kind of changed the whole perspective on journaling for me. It was a little online challenge called Load, the Layout a Day Challenge. Well, actually, it wasn't so little because it was a whole month of scrapbooking. Every day there was a prompt and it would inspire you to go and create a page inspired by that prompt. You didn't have to use the prompt, but, you know, you take the class, you're going to use it, right? And it was funny to me because the idea of scrapbooking every day for a month, like that just wasn't a thing that I thought I could ever do, right? I was the slowest scrapbooker on earth. I would work for hours on a single layout and then I would set it aside so I could come back and work on it for hours more on another day. Like, oh my goodness. Anyways, I signed up for this challenge on a whim and I started making the pages And once I made one, the next day I made another one. And the next day I made another one. And it was happening. I was actually scrapbooking every day. And because I had that deadline, I had to get my pages done, right? I couldn't just leave it for later. And then I noticed a really amazing thing. Some of those pages were some of my very best pages that I'd ever created. And what was the magic thing that made that happen? 
it was the prompts. Several of the prompts during the challenge actually inspired us to tell a certain type of story. It was like a light bulb went off and all of a sudden I had all the pieces and I knew how to do this now. By starting with that story prompt, I could take the pictures that I had and I could tell the stories that were really meaningful that I really wanted to tell. I'd like to share an excerpt from a page that I made during this challenge. It's titled Perfectly Perfect Day. I snuck into Joe's room. It was morning, but not too early. Not that you could tell with the room darkening shades pulled down. I laid down on top of the blanket next to him. He was curled up, sleeping peacefully. Good morning, Joe, I whispered. Happy 14th birthday. I reached my arm around him to give him a hug. I couldn't help but notice how bony his shoulders were. I was like that too, many years ago. He stretched out his legs, his toes now hanging off the end of his too short bed. I thought to myself, it's time to get him a longer bed. He's grown almost three inches in the last four months. I now look up to him. Still half asleep, he mumbled. Thanks, Mom. As we drove to town, I asked Joe, are you ready? Somewhat nervously, he answered, I think so. We pulled up in front of the motor vehicles department. Inside, we approached the desk. We have a new 14-year-old here, and he'd like to write his driver's test, I announced. The lady behind the counter took the papers we handed over. You really did mean new 14-year-old. Happy birthday, young man, she said with a smile in Joe's direction. Soon, she was explaining the rules of the exam and some helpful hints to achieve success. Joe nodded in understanding as he sat down at the computer to complete the learner's test. I sat down to sit impatiently waiting while knots built in my stomach. Maybe this was a bad idea to come here on his birthday, I worried. What if he doesn't make it? I've heard that many kids write this exam not once or twice, but three times. Is he really ready? Before I knew it, Joe stood up from the computer and approached the counter. My heart sank a little. That wasn't very long, I thought. The woman behind the counter asked, So, how did you do? I passed. Those were the two beautiful words that came from my son's lips. With a sigh of relief and a massive smile on my face, I jumped up to hug and congratulate my son, the new driver. He'd achieved the rare accomplishment of passing his learner's test on his 14th birthday. As we walked out of the building, Joe headed straight for the driver's door, and I knew this adventure had just begun. You'll find a link to see this page in the show notes. Here's our Scrap Happier tip for episode number one. Create a layout that starts with the story first, and perhaps you'd like to use this prompt. What is your perfect day? If you share your page on Instagram, be sure to use the hashtag ScrapHappierPodcast, and you can tag me at Alice Bowl. I hope that today's tip will help you scrap happier. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our first episode of the Scrap Happier podcast. You can find out more at scraphappy.org and please subscribe to the podcast. We'll have a new episode out once a week. Happy scrapping.